Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to 48 Hours ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Fans of the 48 Hours podcast know that a good lead is always worth checking out. And if you're a listener who enjoys from the car, you'll want to know that the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, the new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain or wherever your story takes you. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. In search of more mysteries to listen to, get an Audible membership. They've got the best selection of audio titles from every genre, including true crime, celebrity memoirs, business, and so much more. Audible is the ultimate destination for thrilling audio entertainment. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog. I recommend The Art Thief by Michael Finkel. I love a good heist story. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash 48 hours or text 48 hours to 500-500. That's audible.com slash 48 hours or text 48 hours to 500-500 to try Audible free for 30 days. Audible.com slash 48 hours. When people think of Los Angeles, they think of the glitz. The glamour, the stardom. But there's a dark side to Los Angeles. My name is Barry Tellis, and I'm a retired homicide detective from the Los Angeles Police Department. This is a dangerous, dangerous town. There are predators, con men, people who pretend to be someone they're not. And those are the people who prey on the innocent. Christy Giles and Hilda Marcella Cabrales were two young women in their 20s. They were new friends, and then together, they're sort of getting to know each other and enjoy LA and everything it has to offer. I'm Mary Fulgeniti, and I'm a former prosecutor and defense attorney. Hilda Marcella Cabrales just moved from Mexico, and she's loving Los Angeles. She was looking for the American dream, I guess. I was Marcela's best friend. I think it was a dream for her to be there and being able to do what she loved, being an architect and an interior designer. Aloha! My wife, Christy, was a model. She was going out for shoots all the time, and she traveled the world doing that and having amazing experiences. She was the most fun and interesting person I'd ever met. She didn't live inside society's box. Definitely not. She was a very free spirit. They're two gorgeous girls who are not only pursuing their careers, but also wanting to have fun at the same time. And they do what a lot of kids do in their 20s. They go out. And they party. Christy's plan for the evening was to go out with some friends and have a fun night. They went to go see one of their favorite DJs at this event in East LA. Seems like a weird place to have a party. Well, it's a uh, warehouse, and we have warehouse parties all over Los Angeles. And they just have music, drugs, alcohol, and people. And this is a target-rich environment for victims of predators. They met a man who passed himself off as a big-shot Hollywood producer, and that just clearly wasn't the case. And it was just dumb luck that they met him. He doesn't care about other people. 
The longer and longer I didn't hear back asking her if she's okay, the more worried I got. We were just waiting for some news, any news. And at that point, like, I'm in raw panic. Once they left that party, that was the last time their loved ones ever heard from them again. facts I discover while reporting for 48 hours are surprising. According to FBI data, most home break-ins happen in broad daylight. So as the days get longer, protect your home with Simply Safe. Named Best Home Security Systems of 2024 by U.S. News & World Report, Simply Safe protects your home while cameras keep watch 24-7. So even while watching true crime TV, you can feel safe and secure. Plus, the system is backed by professional monitoring for less than $1 a day. Try Simply Safe for 60 days risk-free. If you don't love it, you could get a full refund. Our listeners get a special 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash 48 hours. That's simplysafe.com slash 48 hours. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Nature is a dangerous place. On Monsters Inside Me, the podcast, listen to the life or death experiences of people who have survived animal attacks, natural disasters, and deadly parasites alike. Featuring audio from Discovery Channel, Science Channel, and Animal Planet, from hit shows like This Came Out of Me, Nature's Deadliest, Still Alive, and I Was Prey. Listen to Monsters Inside Me wherever you get your podcasts. Hilda Marcella Placencia, a doctor in Durango, Mexico, was used to handling medical emergencies, but nothing prepared her for the call she got about her eldest daughter and namesake, Hilda Marcela Cabrales. I received the phone call in the middle of the night saying that she was so ill. She was very bad. She was uh, intubated. The 26-year-old architect was fighting for her life in the ICU at Kaiser Permanente Hospital in Los Angeles. Yes. You are a doctor. What was going on in your mind at the time? What happened? What, what happened to her? Why is she that bad? Another mother in Corner, Alabama, was also getting shattering news. Dusty Giles' daughter, Christy, was in the ER at a completely different Los Angeles hospital, the Southern California Medical Center. I was just told, I'm very sorry to inform you, Ms. Giles, but she was dropped off at our hospital on the outside, kind of like a bag of garbage. And um, she didn't make it. And I said... What do you mean she didn't make it? They said, it is now a police matter. I hung up and I fell apart. Christy, who had just turned 24, was dead of a drug overdose. But when detectives heard how she was dropped off, they immediately suspected foul play. Hospital staff told investigators a black Prius without license plates pulled up here to the ER entrance. Two men told the staff they found the woman, quote, passed out on the curb somewhere nearby and were trying to be good Samaritans by bringing her to the hospital. They left without giving their names or phone numbers. It was appalling to me. 
Barry Tellis, a former Los Angeles Police Department homicide detective and CBS News consultant, says nothing about that story made sense. Nobody just drops somebody off and say, hey, by the way, we were driving down the street. We found this girl passed out on the sidewalk. It was an unfathomable ending to a life bursting with exuberance. When Christy came into her room, she was like a tornado. Let's do some donuts! Her personality was big. It was loud. You just couldn't help but love her for it. Her big sister, Misty Weldon, says life for Christy was one big adventure. There was nothing in the world that she was afraid to do. Christy went skydiving. Yeah, how was that, huh? Christy rode camels in Morocco. We rode donkeys around the Grand Canyon. When not out adventuring, Christy was traveling the world as a high fashion model for Wilhelmina. The one-time soccer star traded in her cleats for a pair of heels at the age of 15. She ultimately made L.A. her home. Chrissy Giles, I live in Venice, California, and I am an artist. At 21, her life took a dramatic turn. I got a text message from her that said, I did something, don't tell mom. I thought, oh no, what has she done? And I got a text message that said, I got married. And I thought, to who? To a South African-born artist, photographer, and special effects editor, 17 years her senior, named Jan Sillier. They met through friends at an art gallery in L.A. I understand that before all of this, you were not the marrying type. Um, <sighs> don't know why you heard that, but it's true. Once I was with her, you know, it was different. Jan planned to pop the question just seven months after meeting at the Burning Man Arts Festival in the Nevada desert. But in the moment, they figured, why wait? Instead, we just decided to elope. We just got married right there. Christy's mom and dad, Leslie, never expected to hear their daughter's name in the same sentence as elope and Burning Man. Needless to say, it did not go over well. Chris, I can't believe you've done this. Your dad didn't even get to walk you down the aisle. And she goes, oh, no, 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 no. We got married, but we are full on having a wedding in Alabama. The newlyweds came to Alabama, and Christy and her mom found the perfect wedding dress to wear at a later date. Back in L.A., Christy started studying interior design, which led to a new friendship with Hilda Marcella. Hilda was an architect from Mexico who had just moved to L.A. to start her dream job in interior design. Do you remember when she said she wanted to go to Los Angeles? And how did you feel when she told you that? I feel very happy for her, but very sad for me because we are, we are very close. Luis Cabrales checked in with his daughter every day she was in L.A. Message, uh, uh, daughter, I miss you. I miss you too, father. Never told me daddy, always told me father. No one was surprised that the summa cum laude graduate of the prestigious university in Monterrey, Mexico, was thriving in L.A. Fernanda Cantasani and Alain Betancourt, who call her Marcella or Marce, were two of her closest friends in Monterrey. She always gave her 100% in everything she did, in her friendships, with her family, with her job with herself too. She had already lived in South Korea and traveled the world. How many countries in all? 22 countries. 22 countries for such a young girl. She was very determined. She also knew how to have a good time. She loved to dance. She loved to dress up. Every single person that met her loved, loved Marcela. Including her dog, a Weimaraner named Tomas. Tomas. She left him with Alan when she moved to L.A., but planned to call for him when she got her bearings. That call would never come. 
Just four months after moving to LA, Hilda was in a coma. Her life in the balance, her frantic parents and sister Fernanda racing to her side. And I thought when we are there, things will change. She will, she will wake up. June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. We all have busy lives these days, and we don't want to waste a day recovering after a night out. That's why Zbiotics is the answer we've all been looking for. Their probiotic was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Pre-alcohol produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. This is a proactive solution that wards off feeling miserable the next day instead of a reactive approach like drinking electrolytes or eating greasy food. Enhance your mornings with Zbiotics. Go to zbiotics.com/cbs to get 15% off your first order when you use code CBS at checkout. Zbiotics is backed with a 100% money back guarantee. So, if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember to head to zbiotics.com/cbs and use the code CBS at checkout for 15% off. Thank you Zbiotics for sponsoring this episode and our good times. This Hilda Marcella, the vibrant young architect who loved laughing with friends, traveling the world with her sister. Oh, you're in the balloon here. Yeah, we are okay. inside the balloon. And playing with her dog, Tomas, looked nothing like the Hilda Marcella her family saw when they arrived at the hospital in Los Angeles. My heart broke in thousand pieces because I saw my my baby, unconscious. I'm fighting for her life. <sighs> I said, is this real? Am I dreaming? I took her hand and I said, mom's here with you. You're not alone. I was very shocked, very impressed. I never expected looking at her like this. Like Christy, Hilda had suffered a drug overdose. Toxicology reports would later reveal that she had cocaine, MDMA or ecstasy, and elevated levels of fentanyl in her system. But her friends and family were sure that this early-to-bed, early-to-rise, health-conscious young woman would never have willingly taken such a toxic cocktail of drugs. When you heard overdose, you immediately thought, drugged. Yeah, drugged. I was sure someone did this to her. When you were told that the cause of death was an overdose, did that add up to you? Absolutely not. Definitely not something that she would have done to herself ever. That's just not her. Christie's autopsy showed she had cocaine, fentanyl, and GHB, known as the date rape drug, in her system. In the hours and days after Christie's death, Jan was determined to get the truth. I wanted to get to the bottom of what exactly what happened that night. Jan began putting the puzzle pieces together, starting on the evening of Friday, November 12th, 2021, the night of the warehouse party. He made a timeline based on what he knew about Christie's plans, conversations with Christie's friends, 
and the digital trail she left behind. Jan, who had gone to San Francisco to visit his dad, says Christy spent the early evening doing what she loved most. She was enjoying a lovely sunset. She took our cat for a walk on the beach. Sand panther, sand panther, oh, whoa. Those were the last pictures she sent me of herself. And she said, I wish you were here, and I will forever wish that I was there, too. Christy, Hilda, and a friend who does not want to be identified had planned a girls' night out. They kicked it off at the Soho House in West Hollywood, then moved on to a warehouse party after midnight where these photos were taken. This cell phone video posted on social media shows Hilda and Christy dancing in the VIP section. In an area which is more protected and safer to be in. By then, Jan had gone to bed. When he woke up the next morning, it was now Saturday, November 13th, he saw that Christy had texted him. I texted her back and sort of didn't hear anything from her. At first, he just assumed she was sleeping in. But after a few hours with no word, he noticed something strange. They shared locations on their phones. I saw that she was at a location that I didn't recognize. Her phone was located at 8641 West Olympic Boulevard. So a little orange flag at the back of your head. I still hadn't heard back from her, and I saw her location had suddenly moved to the hospital. I called the hospital. They told me that she was in the emergency room, and at that point, like, I'm in raw panic. Jan raced to the airport to catch a flight back to L.A. I called her parents to let them know that something terrible had happened and that she's in the emergency room. And then... Her mom called the emergency room and called me back probably five minutes later, uh, letting me know that Christy had passed away. In less than 24 hours, your world was turned upside down. Shattered. Jan went straight to the hospital. Christy and Hilda's friend, who had been at the warehouse party with them but left early, was already here. She had been desperately trying to get in touch with Hilda, but could not reach her. They were about to find out why. She got a call from a different hospital like two hours later saying that Hilda was just checked in there. And then, like, obviously all our alarm bells are going off in our heads when both girls are dropped off at two different hospitals two hours apart. Like, something terrible happened that night. And Jan believed whatever happened took place at that mysterious address on Olympic Boulevard. He put it on Instagram, asking for help. You blast out this address, and very quickly you get responses. Yeah. What are those responses? That there's somebody that lives at this location that is a very unsavory person, um, that there's a lot of stuff out on the internet about him. His name was David Pierce. Hilda and Christy were believed to have met him for the first time at the warehouse party. David Pierce flew under the radar for a long time. But his past was about to catch up with him as he faces serious charges, says former prosecutor Mary Fulgeniti. So at best, a con man. At worst... A criminal. A sexual predator. A drug dealer. A murderer? A murderer. Learn more about how Jan uncovered clues in the deaths of his wife Christy and her friend Hilda at 48hours.com. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. 
Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As Hilda Marcella lay in a hospital bed fighting for her life in L.A., Dusty and Leslie Giles were preparing to bury their daughter, Christy, in Alabama. Half her ashes would go to Jan to scatter in the places they loved. Dusty placed the rest in an urn inside a butterfly box and gently wrapped it in the wedding dress she never had the chance to wear. It was important because I know how happy she was when she found it. She swirled like a princess, literally, in it. Within hours of Christie's death, detectives on the case were following clues from Christie herself. Her pinging phone had led them straight to the apartment of this man, David Pierce, 8641 West Olympic Boulevard. Please drive over there. Oh my God, there's the car. Boom, there's the car. Same car. Tellis says police believed it was the same black Prius with no license plates that dropped Christie off at the hospital. And it's like, okay, I think we have our man. They retraced the movements of the women that night, which would become the basis of a police affidavit. When they combed through those pictures from the party at the warehouse, there was David Pierce with Hilda, partying it up in the VIP section. It sounds like VIP access gave David Pierce instant credibility. Absolutely, it's all part of the manipulation. He must be a good guy, he's in the VIP section. It was likely all part of a plan to meet women, a plan that included drugs, says the retired detective. Based on the witnesses' statements and the police investigation, David Pierce comes with a bag of cocaine an ounce estimated. And David Pierce came here to share it with whoever he could meet. According to Tellis, cocaine is a hot ticket at these parties, at least on that night, even for Hilda and Christie. The police recovered this text exchange between the two women starting at 4.21 a.m. while still at the warehouse party. Do you want coke? asks Hilda. Yes, replies Christie. Hilda texted back, I'm in the kitchen, let's do a line. According to the police affidavit, a witness observed Pierce provide what looked like cocaine to Giles and Cabrales, who consumed it. Police say half an hour later, this surveillance video obtained by 48 Hours shows Hilda and Christie leaving with David Pierce and two other men, his roommate Brant Osborne and their friend, photographer Michael Ansbach. They all get into Osborne's car. At 5.11 a.m., according to the police affidavit, surveillance video, which has not been released because of the ongoing investigation, shows Osborne's car arriving here in front of the apartment. According to the affidavit, several people got out of the vehicle and headed to the entrance of the residence. 19 minutes later, at 5.30 a.m., Christie sends from inside Pierce's apartment a wide-eyed emoji text to Hilda, saying, let's go. Hilda replies, I'll call an Uber, 10 minutes away. 13 minutes later, according to the affidavit, a car believed to be the Uber pulls up. After waiting five minutes, it drives away without Christie and without Hilda. How did you process that? I mean, it's just confirming my worst fears again that they were there at that place against their will. They didn't want to be there. They wanted to leave. Mary Fulgeniti, a former federal prosecutor and defense attorney and CBS News consultant, has reviewed the police affidavit and court documents. 
She says this text is an important piece of evidence. Something or someone stopped them in their tracks because they never got out and they never left. No one knows exactly what went on inside that apartment for the next 13 hours. But according to the affidavit, a neighbor heard someone in pain and moaning on and off during the hours of 10.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. For reasons not known, the neighbor did not call police. She's clearly in a distressed state that everyone seems to just be ignoring. And when I say everyone, not just Pierce or Osborne, but there's a third individual that appears to have been at that apartment, at least for part or all of the night, and that's Michael Ann's book. Whatever happened inside the apartment was hidden from public view, not so outside the apartment. Another key piece of evidence, images captured on security cameras. But the cameras are in the adjacent building, right next door, pointing right in this direction. Although Tellis has not seen the video, the police affidavit describes it in detail. At 419 in the afternoon, 11 hours after they'd arrived at the apartment, Pierce and Osborne are caught on camera, carrying Christy down the back stairs. It shows Pierce exit the door, the back door, looks in both directions, making sure the coast is clear, making sure there's not going to be any witnesses that sees me carrying this body to my car. Both men get into the Prius. According to the affidavit, the men are captured on security cameras trying to disguise themselves. You see them putting on a hat, a mask, and a hoodie, and then they drive away and they drive to a hospital, Southern California Medical Center. Shortly after, according to police, Ansbach leaves the residence carrying bags of unknown items. Pierce and Osborne return to the apartment to get Hilda. They carry her partially clad body out to the Prius. And again, they leave. They don't go to the same hospital. They go to a different hospital, Kaiser Permanente. Why not bring them at the same time to the same hospital? Who knows? They're trying to conceal their actions. They're trying to keep the police at bay, and they don't want to hit the radar. And they do the same thing. They drop the body, they tell the same story, and then they take off without leaving their name, their phone number, or anything to identify themselves with. And Hilda, what is her state at this point? Hilda was still alive. They got her to the hospital, and she was declared what we call brain dead. How did you process that when you heard that news? The worst day of my life. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. To all my foot, back, and knee pain sufferers, this one's for you. Check out G-Defy, a modern footwear company on a mission to relieve knee, back, and foot pain. Every pair comes with two free custom orthotics to align your body perfectly. And their patented VersoShock trampoline technology in the heel absorbs harmful shocks and provides positive, renewed energy empowering you to tackle your day. Don't just take my word for it. Read the countless customer reviews raving about the pain relief and amazing comfort they have experienced with G-Defy shoes. Experience pain-free living for yourself and visit gdefy.com, that's G-D-E-F-Y dot com, and use code PODCAST30 to receive $30 off your order of $100 or more. After almost two weeks on life support, it was time for Hilda Marcella's family to say goodbye. Hilda, what were your final moments with your daughter? Oh, they were so hard, you know. And I just was asking God to not let her suffer more. I remember telling her that you can leave 
and just thanking her for being my sister. I told her, maybe when I pass away, I will see you again. And I give you a big hug, a kiss. The family decided to donate Hilda Marcella's organs. Her mom remembers the medical staff lining the halls as the family accompanied Hilda to the OR. The medical team was clapping to honor her, to say thank you for giving life to others. Hilda Marcella Cabrales was pronounced dead one day before her 27th birthday. Back in Monterrey, Mexico, her friends gathered to remember her, all dressed in white, at her favorite park. We brought her favorite thing to drink and her favorite cake. At first, we were crying, but at some point, we put her favorite music on. And we just start dancing, and we, we were laughing and hugging, and it was beautiful. I felt like she was there. Three weeks after Hilda's death, a break in the case. Police have arrested three men in connection with the deaths of a model and her friend last month. David Pierce, 39, Brant Osborne, 42, and Michael Ansbach, 47, were arrested in connection to Hilda and Christie's deaths, but not officially charged. Osborne on the left and Ansbach were eventually released, but not Pierce. He was held on four unrelated sexual assault charges. New tonight, a Beverly Hills man has been charged with sexually assaulting four different women. When this case hit the media, more victims showed up. I know that guy, he did this to me. The prosecution is alleging in cases dating back to 2010 that Pierce lured four different Jane Doe's to his apartment and gave all but one a special drink, causing them to get dizzy or black out. The allegations include forcible rape, sexual penetration with a foreign object, having sex with someone who's unconscious. Erica Bergman, who also goes by Erica Poe, is not one of the Jane Doe's, but she says she was so traumatized by Pierce, she tried to warn other women about him on a blog called The Dirty as far back as 2013. She discovered she had a lot of company. There's a lot of commonalities in our stories. Erica says she met Pierce at a low point in her life. She was getting a divorce and money was tight. Initially, she says she was taken in by him. He would talk a lot about celebrities that he knew and introduce himself as a producer for Paramount Pictures. So he was really larger than life kind of personality. But she says it didn't take long for her to realize that Pierce, who often introduced himself as Dave from Paramount Pictures, lied. He never worked at the movie studio. David Pierce is a very bad person. Erica believes that one night he drugged her. She slept till 4 p.m. the next day and woke up feeling strange and groggy. And Dave is bouncing around the room kind of laughing and giddy. And he started to tell me how while I was passed out, he had assaulted me while I was sleeping, sexually assaulted me, and the things that he had done to me. And it was incredibly degrading. Erica says she wanted to leave, but felt trapped. She says he threatened to send compromising pictures to her estranged husband, whom she was battling in divorce court. She reluctantly stayed, but says the violence only got worse. He slammed my head onto the, the marble floor and the sound in my ears was like an egg cracking and I can't get that sound out of my ears. Erica says she was too scared to press charges, but soon left for good. Then it all came rushing back when she heard about Christy and Hilda. My first gut instinct was that this was not an accident, that he had his name all over it. In May of 2022, the prosecution added three more counts of sexual assault against David Pierce. We've added three additional sexual assault charges with three additional victims. And there was more. 40-year-old David Pierce has been charged with murder in connection with the women's deaths. 
After a seven-month investigation, the DA had enough evidence to indict David Pierce on two counts of murder, claiming David Pierce gave Christie and Hilda lethal amounts of fentanyl, a deadly synthetic opioid drug dealers often mix with other drugs, unbeknownst to the user. It took months before David Pierce was charged with murder. What was your reaction? I mean, definitely a relief, but also very sad. The police did not find any fentanyl-laced drugs in Pierce and Osborne's apartment, just drug paraphernalia. But Osborne, who has been charged as an accessory to murder after the fact, may have unwittingly explained why. According to the police affidavit, Osborne told co-workers if cops had found the drugs hidden underneath the cash inside the car, they would have been in big trouble. Not finding fentanyl-laced drugs creates a big challenge for the prosecution, says Fulgeniti. They're going to have to prove that David Pierce gave the girls these drugs, and he knew at the time that it could harm them, and he did so with conscious disregard. So they're going to have to prove that David Pierce intended to kill these young women, and that's not an easy threshold to overcome especially in light of witness statements that the women were doing drugs willingly, cocaine at the warehouse and earlier in the evening as well. Friends told police Christy and Hilda both had taken cocaine and ketamine, a popular club drug. How does this work in the defense's favor? Because fentanyl is a problem in this country and people are dying from fentanyl that they take recreationally because they believe that they're only taking cocaine. If you're the defense, that's the point you want to continue to drive home. It's how do you hold these two men responsible for an epidemic that's really plaguing the entire country? That does not mean it will be an easy defense, says Josh Ritter. The former Los Angeles assistant DA is advising Jan on legal issues and is now a practicing defense attorney. The problems that they're going to have, though, is how do you get around how those girls were treated afterwards? And how do you get around the history that this man has? And how do you get around the fact that Christy had the so-called date rape drug, GHB, in her system? Is GHB, is the date rape drug, something these women would have taken knowingly? Absolutely not. That is a drug that's usually used by sexual predators, guys that want to take advantage of women and don't want them to remember or know about it. Hilda and Christy were still coherent at 5.30 a.m. on Saturday morning when they exchanged that text about calling an Uber. The text punctuated with a wide-eyed emoji. Something happened inside those 10 minutes between them calling the Uber and the Uber leaving that incapacitated them. According to the timeline in the affidavit, Christy remained in that apartment for the next 11 hours. Hilda for 13, with one of them, according to a neighbor, moaning and groaning in pain most of the day. These two women could still be alive had David Pierce or Mr. Osborne called 911. Three digits on a phone. That could have changed everything. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The wait is over. So far, you're not losing. The only thing you're losing is my patience. Quickly, I see that. Ping! The queen of the courtroom is back. I didn't do anything. You wouldn't know the truth if it came up and slapped you in the face. I see he's not intimidated by anything. I can fix that. New cases. She wanted to fight me. Leave her alone. OK, so um... not this is not a so. This is a period. Classic Judy. Did you sleep with her? Yes, Your Honor. You married his cousin. His brother. That's not him. Yes, ma'am. I would make a beeline for the door. The Emmy Award-winning series returns. How did I know that? I have crystal ball in my head. It's an all-new season. It's streaming. You can say anything. <laughs> Judy Justice, only on Freebie.
If found guilty of all charges against him, David Pierce could face 128 years to life in prison. What is David Pierce currently charged with? David Pierce is charged with 11 counts, seven counts of drugging and sexually assaulting, forcibly raping and or sodomizing several women, two counts of murder and two counts of providing uh, a controlled substance, that being fentanyl. In a bold decision, the state will combine the sexual assault and murder charges in one trial. Why include sexual assault charges in a murder case? If you look at this case in its totality, I mean, this is David Pierce's M.O. He lures women back to his apartment, he provides them with a drink, and then they start to feel dizzy or they black out and he sexually assaults them. While Christy and Hilda's autopsy stated there was no physical or sexual trauma, nurses who treated Hilda noted slight bleeding in her vagina and a review of her sexual assault examination found a small abrasion. I know this is a difficult conversation. Do you think Hilda and Christy were potentially raped that night? Of course I believe that. That's the reason why they drugged them. Josh Ritter believes the testimony of the women who were allegedly drugged and raped by Pierce will help jurors see a dangerous pattern of behavior. Their testimony is going to be huge. One woman, perhaps the defense can poke holes in that, two women it begins to sound like, is this really a coincidence or not? But three or four women or more, and you realize you're dealing with a, with a monster. It turns out David Pierce had been on the police radar for years. According to the police affidavit, he was arrested in 2014 for sexual assault, along with an additional rape case. But these cases are often difficult to prove and were ultimately rejected by the district attorney's office. Something Christie's sister Misty finds unforgivable. To know that he had been arrested and had been released was just appalling to me. It's really sad that two beautiful girls had to die in order for him to be in jail right now. David Pierce has pleaded not guilty to all charges against him. Brant Osborne, Osborne, who is charged as an accessory to murder after the fact, has also pleaded not guilty and is out on bail. We caught up with him outside of court. Do you have any comment? I have no comment. I'm innocent. Pierce's lawyer also had no comment, but at the time of the incident, Pierce told detectives, at the end of the day, I didn't do anything wrong. I just tried to make the situation, you know, right. So far, the prosecution has declined to charge Michael Ansbach. 48 Hours has learned that he's cooperating with prosecutors and will likely testify against his two friends. But until the case goes to trial, Dusty and Leslie Giles, thanks to a social media campaign, will be at every court hearing. Never letting David Pierce forget that Christy was more than just a name on a court docket. She was a real person. She was a daughter. A sister, a granddaughter. She was her daddy's best friend. I miss my daughter. We love you. In Mexico, Hilda Marcella's friends and family cherish the mementos she left behind. A lock of hair. It's part of her. A diploma. So she wasn't just smart, she was the top of her class. She was the top. The top. <laughs> a dog named Tomas, who now lives with Alon. The love we have for Marce, it's going to Tomas. He reminds us about her so much. And he has become my emotional support, my emotional fortress. I would be very lost. So, yeah. There is always and will always be a hope and nothing can fill it. She loved to live. 
And I think that's the way we can honor her, living our lives in the best way. Hilda and Christie's families hope the deaths of these young friends will not be in vain. She's here! This is a tragedy, but maybe this was the way to stop them. That's the only justice we can get. If you like 48 Hours, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hey, it's Matt Norlander with the CBS Sports Eye on College Basketball podcast, and it is tournament time, people. So listen to the one podcast that will cover every upset, Cinderella, Bracket Buster Sleeper. We've got it all covered, every round, reaction shows, all the way up through the championship game in Glendale, Arizona. To find us, search Eye on College Basketball podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.